I'd learned over the course of the previous minute not to answer anything honestly without careful consideration. My honest answer would be that he looked like he had a skincare routine and went down on his middle-aged wife twice a week with a ferocious sense of duty that passed for love. No, sir. Has Marina done something? I was flicking through the scenarios she could have become involved in that would lead the police to scream at the unconscious body of an acquaintance. What the fuck had she done now? How would you describe Miss Katos? Uh, pretty quiet, I guess. She liked to drink. Does she take drugs? I tried to shrug and smile in a way that implied I didn't really know what drugs were. Did you have sexual relations with her? Blared the brown suit abruptly, suddenly at the volume of a pensioner's telly. Oh God, no, we're just friends. Although she had once given me a handjob in a tent, we were never really attracted to each other. It just wouldn't stop raining that day. If anything, it had made the relationship even more platonic. Yeah, she slept around a little, I understated. We need to ask you some questions down at the station, snapped the uniform. And then he was suddenly propelling me towards the bedroom. I picked up yesterday's clothes from the floor and put them on. The police station looked like a depressed architect's statement on his marriage. The older cop sat down across from me with a rueful grunt and pushed a can of coke towards me. You're not under caution. We just need to clarify a few things. They hadn't said the stuff about you can have a solicitor and I didn't want to be the one to bring it up. Probably this was the exact attitude that had seen generations of men like me fed into the prison system to be used as a sexual punch bag. I thought about asking for a lawyer. Even though I had nothing to hide, it would be good to know what was going on. But maybe it was better to play it cool. I didn't think I'd done anything and there was still a possibility that nothing had happened. The uniform sat in a corner. The older guy shrugged off his suit jacket and sat staring at his iPhone with a burning intensity. I thought it was some kind of mind game until I noticed that I could see the screen reflected in the mirror behind him and he was checking the Rangers score. He put his phone away suddenly. I felt almost certain that Rangers had conceded. He announced all our names briskly to a tape recorder. Their names were PC Stewart and D.I. Ian, who seemed to do all the talking. Where were you last night? Uh, I was at home. There was a long pause, so I added, Drinking. Was anybody with you? No. I remembered something. My neighbour came up from downstairs, Donnie Wilson. He watched a movie with me because he was having a nervous breakdown. This Donnie Wilson is at... He looked up. Uh, the flat under me, I don't know the number. You don't know the number? No. There was a long, disappointed silence. He groaned and appeared to start writing out what I had said in longhand. I wondered how much detective work could be involved in finding the number of a flat in a building you had just visited. How about I check the number when I get home and give you a call? Could you? He seemed genuinely grateful. As he smiled, I realised that he was pretty toned for an older guy, and tanned, like some sex industry veteran. And what time did he leave? I don't know. I went to bed about one. You went to sleep around one? Writing furiously, longhand. No, I went to bed. I wasn't tired. I don't know if you know any 50-year-old men having a breakdown, but I just left him there. I waited till the end of the movie. You were watching a movie on television? On DVD. Boys don't cry with Hilary Swank. 
It suddenly occurred to me that, subconsciously, I'd been trying to encourage Donny to get through the evening without crying. Sadly, he'd found the film's bleak subject matter extremely upsetting. This Katos is dead, D.I.E.N. announced with a mournfulness that bordered on sarcasm. I was shocked. Even though I'd known that she must be, that the whole thing had that vibe. I tried to put my head in my hands, but they were trembling, so I kind of raised them up to my head instead and gripped it. Now my head was shaking a little. I know the police are suspicious if you act too cool, but surely I was going too far the other way. I thought D.I.E. and seemed puzzled as I tried to steady my face, or it could be that I didn't have him in focus. D.I.E. stood up and looked at himself in the mirror, smoothing his thinning hair into place. I suppose it might have been a signal to someone who was behind the glass, but it went on a bit too long. Perhaps they'd forgotten to arrange a signal, and he was simply mouthing words at them. There was a knock. The uniform went to the door, spoke to someone outside, then stepped back in and whispered something to his boss. A brief storm crossed D.I. Ian's features. I'll have to go, he announced. P.C. Stewart will take it from here. It turned out that what P.C. Stewart wanted to take was a sperm sample. I found myself left in a cell with a plastic jiffy bag and no belt or shoelaces. I suppose they were worried I might hang myself, or maybe some people did that accidentally by trying to really enjoy the wank. It's not like I expected them to have some sort of dedicated wanking room, but shouldn't they have put me in a bathroom or something to do this? I hadn't wanted to sound like some connoisseur of jerking off in public, so I'd said nothing. It was just me and my imagination, and none of my fantasies involved an 8x5 jail cell or distant clanging noises. It took me about five minutes just to get hard. I lay down on the bunk and thought about this girl I'd met at a night class I dropped out of. Man, why didn't I ask her out? I started to dimly remember that she'd hated me as I began to build up some steam. I guess there's something buried deep in my genes that tells me that if I want to continue my line, I'm occasionally going to have to come in some weird situations. Or maybe it's just a part of my genes that knows I might have to go gay to survive in jail. <laughs>